Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tales from Stringersburg. And this one, we're going to continue Puppeteer's tale. Uh, we last left him in the lair of the monstrous squadron. I don't, I don't know. I was trying something different. Didn't work. <laughs> and I'm going to leave that in, just so everyone can hear me. Of being course. Done. Of course. You must. So... Yeah, uh, Spitter gave you a big hug. He looks pretty much the same, a little older. He's probably in his early 20s now. And Seven books. You'd seen them change before, but previously when they changed it, it looked like it took concentration or and time. But now they're just like, their form is super fluid. And again, everyone, just to reiterate, if I accidentally call Seven he or she, it is a slip. Seven goes by they, them. And I only do that because I'm still learning to use correct pronouns and English is not the most uh, eloquent at, at doing that. So... I still think Zzer is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought about trying trying that and maybe eventually, but for for it's, just for now, for consistency. Sure. We're going to go with they then. Sci-fi as fuck though. <laughs> All right, so so yeah, they come up and and extend their their hand to you. Fergus is not very comfortable. Um he's wearing clothes. He despises and um he's also getting used to having a body again so if seven's hand is sort of out in a normal handshake position fergus sort of comes at it from the side and like touches the palm and then sort of remembers what a handshake is and like holds on too long and he's kind of clammy Super super awkward shake, and yeah, there. But yeah, and their hand kind of—it's difficult anyway because their hand almost like undulates in your hand oh. and kind Fergus, of changes somewhat. Yeah, Fergus, it is good to see you again. We thought you were lost. That's um. Not entirely inaccurate. Done well for yourself here, for people, it seems. They, you notice a slightly pained look come across their face. And Seven looks at you and... Yes, this is mostly 138's work. A cache of PPT or PTT is. Uh, oh my gosh. TPP. 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 Dyslexia is fun. TPP cache was found and they were able to modify or use most of the technology. Should I know what TPP is? The Technological Progress Party. 
that that sounds horrible. It was very unpleasant. Spitter's just like, man, it was fucked. There were dudes flying around in big robot suits and drones and man, fucking uh, old, old blue fucking beat the shit out of most of them. Fucking seven here was we're not gonna get involved and blah blah blah. But you know, we went out and fucking busted some heads. Uh, old blue. Yeah, man, blue fucking over in the sink. Uh, the sentinel. Oh, my friends, I um. I'm going to be asking you a lot of foolish questions for a long time. Shit, man. You been under a rock? Like, like I said, where you been for two years? I'm sorry. What did you say? Where you been for two years? Like, you went off. I can't tell you where I'm going. Blah, 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 blah. You fucking leave with fucking reverb. And you don't come back. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Um, I would like to tell you, and I'm going to. But first, I'm I'm quite desperate to get this hideous situation changed. I. Uh, yeah, man, I that's rough. No that's 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 all kinds of bad. Come on. Thank you. That's very helpful. Uh, that was Fergus gesturing at his hideous outfit. <laughs> yes, sorry, I, I saw that, but yes, Fergus was gesticulating wildly at his horrible clothes. So with he... dismay. Yeah. Thank you. Seven I'm just kind of lets. Spitter escorts you into the headquarters and they kind of slightly turn but stay in place and Spitter walks you to he walks you past what you notice are a couple of living quarters into almost a it's not a locker room it, it looks like a really big walk-in closet almost like a communal closet, you get the idea. And he goes over to what is obviously his aesthetic and looks at you and looks at himself. He's like, nope, that ain't gonna work. And goes over and kind of filters through some other stuff. Jaguar shit. Uh, seven from when he wear when they wear clothes. Um. Oh shit! This will fit you perfect. And he pulls out an outfit that is like a gray undershirt or or a white undershirt with like gray pants. I've got some pockets in it and a black coat that looks like it's got a hood on it and the the sleeves are open on the sides and there's a, a like patterns on it almost like bits hanging off uh, a couple of different pieces it's like 
Shit, man, this probably fits you perfect. Like, this is the knife shit. He's got all kinds of weird stuff. And you see most, like, seems like um, tactical or paramilitary type gear. The knife. Um, and, and where is he right now? Hell if I know. He's probably out on patrol or griping about some kind of conspiracy or or something. I don't know. Dudes. I mean, when it comes to busting heads, me and him team up pretty good. But outside of that, man, I don't don't fucking know. He's too much. He's always talking about this or that or something not fitting right or some kind of he's using words that I don't understand. I've always found him a bit strange myself. You don't think he'll mind? No, I don't think he will. Fergus tries on the outfit. It fits like a glove. Are there gloves? It was tailored for you. Are there actual gloves, like, in the pockets or something? Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright, he just checks all the pockets. They're sharp bits. At first you're like, ah, shit, fuck cut yourself a little bit but yeah there's there's sharp pokey things and all the and all the pockets and hidden compartments and all kinds of stuff um he pulls the hood over yeah just the only thing you're missing is the mask oh this will have to do for now he says trying not to look pleased around the corner once you're once you're dressed and you're you've kind of taken yourself in in the mirror and everything spitters on the last couple bites of his massive massive sandwich that he's still got with him he's at the tail end of it walks in an individual uh the solera of their eyes is black uh, they have faint traces of lines on their skin uh, they've got black, jet black hair that almost looks idealized instead of actual hair. Uh, slight purplish hue to their skin. Uh, but yeah, and then they've got some type of device around their throat. Very streamlined looking everything. But you, you recognize 138. This is their human form I say in quotations Marcus just stares 138 starts to talk and you hear the kind of what you hear is babble coming out of their their mouth Uh, but almost instantaneously you see a little light come up on the the collar on their throat and it's not it's not a mechanical voice it's very organic uh, you notice that there's a slight delay on it. Hello, Fergus. It is a pleasure to see you once again, and that you are well. You've come quite a ways with language, haven't you? I remember the early days. Ha, ha, uh, yes. Language is now more learned, more organic. Since I have been able to find 
better technology than that shit we found in the garbage. Uh, yes, I, I, I suppose it was. Um, 138, I, um, gather you've been quite busy lately, but sometime, um, today, I, 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 I need to speak to you in private, if that's all right. Yes. Now is private. The only other one here is Spitter, and despite his large mouth, he knows how to keep a secret. Spitter's like, fuck you, man. I keep secrets better than anybody. Like that time Andre was doing his wife's cousin. I never said shit about that. Oh, fuck. I'm going to go find out who Andre is <laughs> just to hold it over you. Um, Fergus starts giggling in a kind of hysterical way, and he just sort of like leans against the wall for a second. He's like, "No, no, um, uh, but really, um, this this is a bit um, technical. Uh, it would um, bore you, just um, if you don't mind." And he sort of gestures towards one thirty-eight. Nah, 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 man, nah, I get it. Fine, hadn't seen you in two years. Thought we were gonna hang out. Nope. Okay, we no. will. See we you, will. pops. We will. See you, pop. No, I'm go. I'm good. I'm going. I'm gonna I'll, get me. I, 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 I'm gonna go make me a sandwich. I'm gonna go make me a sandwich. I don't. And he sticks his head in. I'm literally. You don't know what you're missing. I'm literally gonna make myself a sandwich. I can do that now. Um, Fergus is uh, grappling with the idea of eating which is something he hasn't done for an indeterminate amount of time. Um, apparently, two years. Mm-hmm. But he looks around the space that they're in. Are there rooms that... Because I'm assuming they're in a hallway. Is there, like, a room that... Yeah, you you're in, at the end of a hallway in kind of this large communal closet area. Type oh, deal. Right. We're still uh, and there, yeah, there's rooms that step off, and 138 kind of sees you looking around. Should we go to my room? Um, maybe. Uh, I I think so. What I'm about to tell you isn't necessarily um, secret. It's just so difficult to explain. Uh, I'd, I'd, uh, I I'm not quite ready to trouble the others with it there's something specifically to do with you yes um let's let's go there just in case okay i love this guy um uh, okay. his room this guy's is great yeah his his room is very clean very angular very small bed just enough like not even for someone to roll around on like for you to lay flat on your back and not move and not move all night yeah uh very nice computer computer system uh it seems like most of the stuff the security and everything is fed into this machine okay and it's got this weird custom keyboard that makes little to no sense to Fergus. Okay. He he looks at it. 
um, for at least 90 seconds, because for the first 80 of those, he thinks, this is a normal keyboard. I've forgotten how keyboards work. What has... Oh, oh, no. No, no, no. I remember QWERTY. I, I remember my horrible high school typing lessons. Ugh. This isn't normal. I'm somewhat less abnormal than I thought. Um, but then he, uh, he, he quickly just like looks up to 138. It's like, I, I saw a piece of your world. Yes. Um, all right. Let me start from the last reasonable point of reference. Spitter remembers that I left with reverb and he says after that I didn't return. Um, this is correct. All records of you were lost after two years ago. Okay. Interesting. That, uh, um, I, I was, um, um, I was abducted to another world. Um, and there was a, I left that one in a bit of a hurry and I crossed um, something that may or may not have been space, and then I entered a, a another world. Um, both of the sort of time theme: the first one present, the second one future. In the future world, there was a strange object, a device, and um, I, I saw, um, I, 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 I became part of this object. You see, I had an energy body at the time. I became part of this object and went down to the lowest level of its structure, and 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 you were there. Uh, 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 multiple multiples of you. It was. It was made up of yous. There is only one thirty-eight. There is no other one thirty-eight. <sighs> but all right, you were. A being of energy? Questions? Yes, I um I didn't have any of this. He's he like pinches they, part of his body and then they he's like, turn Ow. around and pop the lid off of a, a dry erase marker and like uh, there's an entire wall that's filled with like formulas and diagrams and shit and they just kind of look at it and then wipe a big chunk of it away and start to draw a very amazingly accurate picture of energy Fergus, of cosmic Fergus. Yes, that. That, I, 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 I was that. Yes. I remember. Oh. You what? But this was not you. You are you. This is a holistically different being. Um, I... Uh, this being came to me before the experimentation of one of Unit 138 and spoke gibberish, which now is beginning to make sense. Strange. 138, I'm going to invent a new word. Are you aware of the word tomfoolery? Yes. Also synonymous with shenanigans or hijinks. Yes, yes. I'd like to coin something that sounds a bit similar. 
except instead of Tom, it's going to be time. And instead of foolery, and Fergus is going to shout, but I won't, it's fuckery. Time fuckery. And he just, like, storms out of the room. Yeah, you and hear. Just... Huh. Ha 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 ha. Fergus is just walking up and down the halls yelling about time fuckery. You you get to the end of the hall and you see you're not terribly surprised because you see out of the a, a shape towards the the floor even in your rage and a shape similar to Mad Spitter jumps out but it's a giant human sandwich of layers of meat and bread and everything. He's like, what's up, motherfucker? And he's a giant sandwich. <laughs> Shaped like... He's gonna literally make himself a sandwich. He literally made himself into a sandwich. Um, Fergus falls to the ground in horror. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You see, like, he starts to... There's a small, like, rhyme of energy that starts to coalesce and he starts to become Ferguson. flesh and blood again he's like whoa shit man sorry i thought i thought you'd get a, you'd get a kick out of it oh no 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 please, please, I, please, I, I, I. He, he grabs you and kind of picks you up and dusts you off a little bit he's like shit you're still as wound up as ever i've seen things I can't even begin to explain to you in those two years that I was gone. And Fergus does do aggressively large air quotes. Seven, you don't hear them, but Seven slides up to you. So you have found clothing. What questions do you have? You said that you had many. I will after some rest my first question is where can i lie down and sleep for a little while i would very much like to sleep please take my room that's they they seven takes you to the the first door and opens it up and very kind of sparsely decorated room looks comfortable looks lived in and everything but just no no real aesthetic very very minimalist if if there's a bed fergus is gonna look under it and see if there's enough space for him to fit there to fit under and if not he'll telekinetically lift up the bed and stack objects under it until he can slot in under there. Okay, you do that, and Seven's standing in the doorway and just kind of shrugs. If you need anything, please ask, and shuts the door. And right before they shut the door, they, they're, you know, the door, most people would have to open the door to stick their head back in, but the door is still open just like an inch, and their head just kind of in. It's good to have you back, Fergus. It's so wonderful to be here. And they just pull their head back out and click. Um, so Fergus curls up in a ball 
and uh, tries really, really hard to sleep. Okay. He's he's forgotten how. That's true. You think you forget how, but finally exhaustion just takes you. Hi everyone, it's Drew. Quick break time. Just want to thank Hypotenuse for that awesome combat music that we had. And real quick, uh, this week I just want to talk about a super cool podcast that I've been listening to. Absolutely love, wonderful story, and that is These Flimsy Rituals. If you haven't listened to it, definitely check them out. Great world. They use the Powered by the Apocalypse system. That's it for this time, and please enjoy the rest of the story. You have all kinds of weird dreams of Cthulian horrors chasing you through a space of nothingness, but you're not quite fast enough this time, and and you're assaulted by, by loads of, of strange dreams until you're awoken in a violent way. And it's not violent in the sense of, of physical violence. You you're assaulted by a sense of being pulled in multiple directions at once physically it's almost akin to the pain that you felt when you were in uh quarantine in in presence realm not exactly but very very similar and you kind you you wake in a, a with a gasp and, and you're sweating profusely and you, you look and what little light there is, you, you hear this kind of sound that's just in your skull and your vision kind of splits and you see all the colors, all the primary colors individually separate, you know, red and yellow and blue and green and, you know, the primary and secondary colors and then they shut back together and... Everything looks fine, but you just feel this like it's it's a simultaneous pull and push against you on the other side of this wall. Okay, um, the bed immediately gets out of the way. Fergus gets up and is gonna. He just walks right to where that is. Okay, you you reach for the the door handle, and right before you grab it, the sound happens again and all the all the colors separate and then they pull back together and you grit your teeth and you're sweating even more and you pull the door open and there standing by one of the uh like the kitchen counter you see yourself maybe it kind of looks like you but it's plain it's even more plain like it's it's a generic version of you and but they look harder they look grittier as a generic term uh they look like a paranoid version of fergus <laughs> and they're standing there gritting their teeth and you guys lock eyes with each other simultaneously. Just here. No. You're not real. And we're going to go into our first combat. 
using the new PNP system. This motherfucker's ass. Yeah. So, what is Fergus's edge? Ten. Ten. So is the knives. Uh, so what is your, uh, what's your agility? Four. Four? Okay, his is five, so he gets to go first. He acts just a, eh, a hair before Fergus does. And I'm where he's standing by everyone. the kitchen, you I'm see... if everyone really is out to get you. <laughs> you see the knives from the cutting block and everything just pull straight out and start hurling towards Fergus. So you need to give me a active... Well, active or passive defense depends on what you want to do. I don't know if I can use telekinesis in this way, but if I can use that as an active defense, could I just take them out of the air? Yeah, you can You can use telekinesis for ranged physical attacks. Okay, well that doesn't sound like a defense. I'll use evasion, so I just roll well, that. Well, no, it says under telekinesis, uh, ranged physical attacks can be affected directly. Oh, okay. Telekinesis can be used as an active defense against ranged attacks. Oh, 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 okay. Alright, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay, so that's 12. Eight okay. successes. Alright, so... For everyone out there, the knife rolled eight dice with three successes, and Puppeteer rolled 12 dice with eight successes, which means you just these knives come at you and you see it coming from a mile away this is this is amateur hour this is a this is an attack filled with rage and hate it, you know there's no finesse to it whatsoever so they're all they're all heading for does this mean i narrate what happens yes yeah I, i'm just describing like how he's attacking but you can you get to describe what what happens they're all headed for vital points, or at least what some version of Fergus thinks are vital points on the body. A lot of center mass, neck, eyes. It's like he remembers being a teenager thinking about these things. Like, this is what I won't do with my power. Unsubtle garbage like this. So they just stop right in front of him there. And then they turn around He's like, no, 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 no. That won't do at all. And I'm going to throw them back, but they're going to curl. They're going to loop around in like aesthetically pleasing patterns. Nice. He's going to trace little beautiful lines in the air and then they'll stick him up. All right. So is this your attack, or is this just how you're defending against it? This is this is this is the part where I counterattack. Okay, roll for it. So six successes on twelve dice, and he got six successes on nine dice. I get to narrate, and you get to embellish. So okay. you you weave these through, and instead of using telekinesis, telekinesis, he artfully dodges out of the way you you can tell there's a bit of telekinesis behind it he, he's mostly using physical but he's 
you know, doing these kind of practice blocks in, in a way, but they're they're just slightly nudging them uh, out of his path. So a little bit of his clothing gets nicked, uh, but he doesn't actually take any damage. Anything you want to add on that? Um, may I continue to lecture him? Uh, I'm not sure how much talking I can do in. If, if no, you you can do rounds. it. You can do a bit of talking. I mean, that's part of that's part of sure. superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, you're what I left behind. He just looks, and he just all of a sudden his clothing. At first, you think he's gonna like take off out of the air because into the air because his clothing starts to lift, but then it's just like a halo of sharp objects comes out of his his clothing and he just goes aberration he is going to do an all-out attack against you which gives him two extra dice for his attack but his defense will be halved what have you got show me what you got show us what you got seven successes on ten dice i'm i'm gonna continue to try to use my telekinesis to overpower his okay Ooh, eight successes so yeah so you get to narrate and then i get to embellish oh yeah i didn't embellish that last part did i you can just add it onto this um, if you want to his he was like mostly dodging but also doing little deflects mm -hmm. to help him not get hit okay he he was so busy doing that keeping the knives away from him that he didn't realize his his blocks his deflections put them all around him in a circle stuck in things nearby so they're 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 all very close to him okay um just out of sight but anyway when the big cloud of sharp bits comes fergus just has them part like a school of fish and then close behind him and fly down the hallway and clatter to the ground. All right, and as they as they clatter to the ground, you not all of them seem to take that that effect. Like similar to to what happened with you, like a few of them kind of hang around in the in the back arc of of Fergus. We're 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 both keeping reserves uh -huh. nearby each other. All right, this is gonna, this this might hurt, but Fergus is he okay? So he's he's been you know doing these weaving gestures with his hands, and they've been sort of flowy movements, not you know strict one-to-one um, -one correspondences between what his hands are doing and what's happening to the objects, more like impressions mm -hmm. to go away, you need to kind of go like this, you know, just whatever. But now he. He like stomps a foot, or he just like he, he turns his foot, and then he like plants himself. He reaches out as if he's holding the stick with the strings. He's just like, "You're not me," and he mind controls him. Ten successes on twelve dice. <laughs> he's got seven dice. Oh, Tank gonna happen. Two successes. Yeah, so go go for okay. it. As listeners may or may not be aware, the knife just sort of happened when Fergus forked 
off of this continuity. He's a he's an identity that Fergus assumed briefly that took on some reality when he was ripped out of this world. So he's just a as far as Fergus is concerned, he's just like corn husks. You know? He's like the this skin that a snake sheds. And here it is presuming to walk around and talk and imitate his powers and have clothing tailored to him. So he just, uh, rather than having the knife do things as he normally does, he just has the knife. Let's see what happens. Uh, he just has the knife walk towards him and he walks, he just like walks them closer together. He's just going to have them walk right into each other. He thinks something will happen if he does this. I don't know what that role was, yeah. but I don't have to know. And what is... Okay, 12 dice. Okay, so he tried to break free uh, on his 7 dice, got 5 successes, which was not near enough to reduce the duration of this. So continue doing what you were doing. I was just seeing how long this was going to last. Oh, okay. All right. Just so okay. you know for future reference. Okay. But my net was like six, so that lasts for a while, right? Well, he got to roll his passive defense, which was willpower, against your mental, uh, against the right. power's rank. And if he had been successful, he would have reduced it. But he would yeah, have had yeah, to have yeah. 12 successes. So Sucks to be him. Yeah. Fergus has the knife walk toward him, and he walks toward the knife at the same time. He, he He's assuming something is going to happen, that they'll just, like, merge. He, there's no real reason behind it. He just thinks that's what's going to happen. Okay. You start to walk towards him, and you hear that sound, but it's more intense this time, and it separates again, and you almost lose control of, of the oh. knife. Oh, okay. Like, you, you feel drawn towards him, but you also feel repelled at the same time like it's this odd duality so i i'm averse to just murdering this person who's not really a person but sort of is so um i i also don't trust him to follow my commands if i let him out of sight so um i'm going to try and do something weirder i guess holding out his hand as if he's maneuvering puppet. He has the knife act out what Fergus remembers about sort of creating this persona. So he, he has the knife do things that he himself, Fergus, did when he made up the knife persona because this was originally his way to be on the ground with the monster squad without being himself. The idea was... I'll just make up this other identity. I'll be sort of among them. That way I can control them when I need to. Not, not much, just sometimes. Um, but he had to practice different patterns of movement and speech so he, he wouldn't be exactly himself. So um, they, they, they play the mirror game. Fergus does the moves, and the knife does the moves. And they're all just sort of like, these are obvious that he, he they, they both stylize them. So they're both clearly like performance. Okay. Fake. Uh, like, you, 
everything you do is bogus. You it's, you it's start the, to do this, and the the knives that were floating behind you, all the sharp bits, clang to the ground and everything. And it's about this time that Spitter, bleary-eyed, sticks his head out of his room down the hall. And he's just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's four in the fucking morning. What the hell? Fergus freezes, and the knife turns to look at Spitter, and he just goes, I'm not real. Hold on real quick. He's going to spend a point of resolve, and he is going to... Make sure Why do track. I love this? <laughs> uh, he is going to power stunt. Uh, spend one point of resolve to use your abilities or powers in a way that imitates another power. If the stunt is even remotely reasonable, it imitates the power at the same rank as the ability or power used to imitate it. It's kind of a stretch, blah, blah, blah. So he is going to use his mental powers of telekinesis as a mental shield and turn it into psi screen. And so he's going to sure. get... It, it's pretty much going to give him a max die on, on a chance to resist this. Does max die mean? Uh, he, he caps out. Actually... He's lower power level than you, so that would be 10 dice oh, instead of power 12. level, right? Ooh, nope. Three successes on 10 dice. Never mind. You see him, like, grit his teeth for a second, and he says it through. I'm not real. And Spitter's just like, what? All right, dude, like, some more Illuminati bullshit, right? Okay. All right. Just, God. Pops, just keep it down, you fucking party animal. The knife capers absurdly. So, yeah, you've got him for, like, three more pages. Okay. Three more turns. Page. So, so pretty much till the end of the scene, we'll just say that. That's a Pages. lot easier. Right. I I just want to say how cool I think it is to organize time in the terms that they've organized them in this system. Page, page being around is pretty dope. Um, okay, so we, they, are going to go uh, find seven. The, the knife is going to be at a, a distance behind Fergus but it's just going to trudge along. And and together they're going to find seven. Okay. Uh, you you look around oh, wait, and no, you... Sorry, sorry. Not seven. 138. Okay. Uh, 138 is... You find them in their room. You knock and... Enter. And you walk in and you see... The few things that were on the walls have been taken off, and everything has been written on with marker, and it's just equations and and just shit and symbols that you don't understand, that make no sense to you whatsoever. But the drawing of energy of Cosmic Fergus is still there. 
um, Fergus comes in and steps to the side, and the knife comes in, and they're at whatever minimum distance is required to keep the horrible splitty thing from happening. About ten feet. Oh. Is 138's room big enough? Mm, Like standing from wall to wall, yeah. (laughs) Fergus just comes in the door and immediately walks over into the far corner of the room. (laughs) Just like stands on some of 138's stuff. Um, But he, you know, the knife comes in and Fergus is like, we have a problem here. And and the knife um, is is the knife wearing a mask? Uh, what what does the knife usually wear? Oh, um, I mean, I would think that the knife would be masked and suited up like at all times, um, and would have. Um, I I think they were like getting a drink or something to eat before bed, and that's when you came out, and they had the mask pulled oh, down or up, okay. depending on what it is, and that's the reason why you saw yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um. In that case, the 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 mask is just like hanging. It's still off. So, okay. um, since the face is exposed, the knife makes a sad face and goes, "I'm not real." But um, Fergus. One one thirty eight says, "Preposterous! Your your mere physical presence is proof of your cementation in reality." Fergus is impatiently like, "One thirty eight, watch us when this happens." And he, they they take one step toward each other. Yeah, like you try. I mean, it's it's painful, and that weird split and sound and and everything happens again. Like you feel part of you feels like you want to get closer, but then you're like, oh, this is awful. Like, so you're, you know, yes, no, kind of deal. Right. So they step. They have the feeling they step back, and Fergus looks expectantly at at one thirty eight, like. 138's been scribbling on the wall, kind of looking out of the side of their eye. Yes? And? You didn't see or detect anything there? Didn't hear a zzzz noise? You have broken out in a sweat. 138, you're probably the only being in this building I can explain this to reasonably. When I was taken out of this world, this homunculus became real, which it was not before. I used to be the knife, and when I left, somehow took on a reality of his own. But he's not real. He's just a shadow of me. But here he is. It's repulsive. I, and I, I, I'm hoping you could help me fix it. You are saying that you were you as the knife, but you are not you now as the knife as is Fergus. I think that's what I'm saying. Interesting. Look, whenever we get too close to each other, I get this horrible feeling and there's a dreadful sound and I see colors. They just kind of pause for a minute and you think maybe they've gone catatonic because they don't move, they don't blink or anything for a minute. 
like waving my hand in front of its face. Interesting. This would instill a sentience of time. And? That if you were gone, and this is a replacement for you, that there is a yes. sentience of time itself. This is fascinating. I d- would you allow? I- would you allow yourself to be studied, experimented? I- Briefly, I want to get rid of it. It's just a just a pile of old clothes. It's not a person. It's nothing. No, but it is. It is a manifestation of an ideal of yourself through your explanation. No, hardly an ideal. <laughs> is this not how you presented yourself? It was a disguise. It wasn't an ideal. I don't want to be him. He's a even more miserable and wretched than I am. How would you know? Well, I, I, I created him. So I he think. is you. He is a dark. He is a reflection of yourself. So thus, he is you. A reflection of yourself is still yourself, is it not? Damn your bloody literal-minded! It's all right. All right. All right. We'll see about this. We'll see. You want to study something? Study this. Fergus is gonna gonna swallow whatever might be in his mouth at the moment, literally and metaphorically swallow his disgust. He's gonna force himself closer to the knife. He's gonna force them together. He's just gonna. He he knows the waves are coming. He's gonna wade through them. He's just gonna mash them together. All right. Give me a willpower roll. That's a six. Four. Four Yeah, you get about halfway, and you just can't anymore. Like, you start to, you feel like you're going to get, you feel like you're simultaneously getting ripped apart and pulled back together, and you take a step back, and you just fall over 138's floor. And so does the knife. And this snaps him out of the the mind control. And he's just like... And runs out of the room. And that feeling just dissipates. Starts to dissipate. I told you. He just sort of looks up at 138 like a parent at a foolish child. And... And he he walks out. He he he. I don't know if his his telekinesis is pretty refined. He's gonna pick up the the puddles of sick on the floor and take them with him. Dude, all right. I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning up after myself. One thirty eight holds up a finger and pulls out a petri dish and like gets a little scoop of it and closes it. It's like for study. Thank you. This is why I'm not a scientist. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna very. Fergus is very careful when he re-enters the hallway. 
He's going to collect all the potential weapons he finds along the way, because no sense leaving those to lie around and end up in my back later. There is nothing there. Every sharp bit is gone. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Fergus uh, goes to find Seven. You, you, you go and look around, and you don't see them anywhere but the the large metal double doors that you you saw when you very first entered. Uh, there's a a small green light that's on above it, and the doors are doors are locked. I'm not I'm not feeling that. I don't like that. Uh, um, I'm gonna try and use. Uh, machine control to open this door. Okay. Give it a roll. Five ranks. I think. Yeah. Five. Okay. Three. Three. That's exactly the number that you needed. Okay. You're able to... Well, you can tell me how you do it if you want. Um, the, the light runs on electricity, he knows that much, so he imagines the lines of electricity connecting the light over the door to the mechanisms of the door, and he just tells them to, he just like, whatever state of power they're in, on or off, he just toggles it. Yeah, you're able to bypass that in the, the doors, you just hear a clunk. He steps in carefully. Okay. You open the door and you see pillars with whirling buzz saws. You see compartments open in the walls and flame flames shoot out of it. You see a handful of generic danger room stuff, but not like hologram level or anything. It's very practical, tactile uh, obstacles. And you see seven kind of undulating and and uh, fluidly moving through all of this stuff. It doesn't seem like they're attacking. It seems like they're just dodging and, and evading and everything. And you, uh, a, a large uh, cadre of, of ball bearings shoot out of the wall and Seven kind of separates temporarily and they, they go through them and they come back together and they come right towards you and you just reflexively stop them with your telekinesis and you see a uh, in the in the center of the mass that separated you you see a a human face kind of solidify and a concerned look kind of comes in and you hear stop simulation and everything kind of starts to power down and heaven and kind of form back into a humanoid state. It was very dangerous of you to come in. That's why the doors were locked. Something... I... I what I'm about to tell you is very bizarre. And I just need you to... Look, the knife and I can't be within ten feet of each other. And I don't mean that in some emotional sense. The, the knife and I can't coexist he he attacked me and i tried to uh, fix things but it didn't work he's running around somewhere now he has every weapon he can get his grubby little hands on 
I don't know what he's capable of, and I just needed to warn you. Why would you and the knife be at odds? Um, this is... This is rather sordid. Um, you're not... You're not angry, are you? Right now? Are you particularly emotional? Huh. There are many disagreements and misunderstandings in our world right now. Especially in this city. We... Should be informed. But continue. When the squad first formed, Seven, I... I... I pretended to be the knife. The knife was a a, a character that I I needed so I could stay close to you all without revealing who I was yet. I I wasn't ready. The way things went in Chicago, but when I left, when I was taken from this world, something filled in the gap. And now the knife is real, which uh, which shouldn't be possible. They make a face. You know, their brow kind of knits. So this is a doppelganger? Something like that. Um, yes, something like that. I don't, strictly speaking, know. It has something to do with time. Well, it would only be correct if we heard it from the knife as well. He's not going to want to admit this, but he has no history. It's not as if he's got an entire rich life he can unfold for you. He's just an idea I came up with. Uh, a, a, a sketch of, of the barest... No biographical detail to speak of. Ask him to recount his life to you, and you'll get very, very little. I know that he was the byproduct of a government experiment. I know that he was originally born in a small town in Missouri. I know that his first girlfriend's name was Clarice. I know that... That's... that... Where did all that come from? From him. Okay. Fergus just sits down wherever he is. He's got his head in his hands. I... This is this is a little bit of me stepping into your narration, but I would really like it if Fergus's first girlfriend, in air quotes, her name was Clarice. Oh. Um... Hmm. Like Fergus had any girlfriends. Well, you know, I mean, there's there's middle school and elementary school before when people have girlfriends. Like that's fair. He's like he's like, he doesn't mean Clarice Whitaker. That was Oh He looks up at seven and he's like I can I could have killed him, you know, and I didn't. Why would you? Because he's not supposed to be here. He's not real. But he is. We have spent the past two years with him as a teammate. I I, I, I take that back. This is, uh, actually, 
they start to they they quirk their head at you and you notice that seven's eyes are a copper color and one thing that you know about them every time you've seen them their eyes have been consistent consistently the same color but now you remember that you have seen them consistently different colors and you vividly remember at one time you remember them being silver and one time you remember them being gold you mean since i got here no 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 previously when you knew them so you know as a byproduct that you have experienced your time being shifted in some way at least twice because you've seen seven's eyes three different colors now but you don't know what those other changes are okay and this is actually canon from the beginning of the podcast someone i know once said canon is for fodder (laughs) uh i'm just saying no i like that that's that's great um you said that that was you was it Uh uh-huh oh that's that's good i should say more profound things like that (laughs) okay but but yeah you're you're like they're not real blah 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 and seven quirks their head and they're like two years no more than that the entire time the the monster squad was formed the knife has been with us and now you are having issues What has happened in these past two years? I'll tell you in the morning. In the meantime, since you know him so well, where would he go if his worst paranoid fears were realized? That I don't know. He has always been secretive. I have long had the assumption that he has a secret hideout within the city. The bastard, he wouldn't dare. Fergus immediately goes to his old hideout. And if other people want to come along, that's fine. But he's not paying any attention. He's going to the place that he had carved out for himself. And if the, In the old subway, incomplete subway system. That's right. All right. That's right. The lock with no key. You, you speed out of this place, and oh, he's he he's just walking. Oh, okay. So you you calmly walk out of this place, and Seven just leaves you to it. Doesn't come with you. Doesn't say anything. You don't offer to to bring them. Uh, you hear snores coming from Spitter's room. You peek your head in. One thirty eights still just writing shit on the wall. They're Actually, they've run out of wall space and they're writing on the floor. And, yeah, you... It takes you a while, a while unless you get a car or something like that. It's going to take you a couple hours. He's just... He's, he's busy muttering to himself the whole time. Okay. In your periphery, you think back at some point and there was some meta fight that happened in your general area that you just kind of walk to yeah walk straight through and there's you know cool guys don't look at explosions and uh 
you go through the old entrance to to start walking through the the maze of tunnels and everything and once or twice you run into dead ends it's not exactly as you remember but eventually you find your your way into the old access tunnel platform of the of the mm-hmm. subway and you see the door but it's slightly ajar should not be ajar with telekinesis he opens it the rest of the way well no first he's gonna feel for the lock telekinetically and see if it's the way he remembers yeah yeah it's it's the same like okay. the tunnel there seems to be a slight variation in the tunnels like at one point there's a right instead of a left and there's a left instead of a right but you find your way through uh, okay. But you open the door, and you hear inside. That doesn't sound like the knife. Circus cautiously enters. All right. You walk in, and on a pretty nice futon, Instead of a cot, you see just this massive form, this this pile of muscle and dark hair that's, you know, sleeping in the buff, no covers or anything. You know, physical specimen, and you see Son of Jaguar. And he's muttering in his sleep. <laughs> okay. Without making any sound, Fergus is going to examine the room. Is this, is any of my stuff here? All of your stuff is here. It looks like it's been clean, like everything's up, up kept. Like there's some things, not a lot, but there's some things that look like they've been pushed into a corner, like neatly they've been piled and everything, but there's like, clothes and and a couple other different things that are obviously his picking up one thing at a time telekinetically fergus is going to search the room for his mask you are not able to find it okay with regret he's gonna turn a light on and wake up jaguar from a safe distance okay you're standing by the door, the light clicks on, and he, he's, you know, he, he's saying stuff in a old dialect that you're not familiar with. It sounds vaguely uh, Hispanic uh, in some sort, and uh, he's like, <sighs> he looks at you, and he rubs his eyes. He kind of he looks around and he looks real awkward. Puts his hands on his hips. Not awkward that he's naked, but just awkward that he's in your space. It's like, uh, hey, uh, puppeteer, how you been? 
Yeah, we're going to cut that there. <laughs> so thank everyone for being with us for another session. Uh, checking out our first combat with this new system, which was super fast. It was like, I feel like a lot happened real quick. I liked it. That Yeah, I, I, I did not feel the seams hardly at all. As per usual, check us out social media at the Birdcast. We got our Patreon. We got stickers. We got art. We got postcards. We got suggestions that you guys can make. You know, if you want to do something crazy, you can possibly make a character. All kinds of different things. But thank you so much for listening. We super duper appreciate it. And from me, Flocky, Jubal, thank you everyone. Thank you.